Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Facebook has invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. Over the last few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts. Learn more about their ongoing work at about.fb.com safety. Y'all never mind me. Hey everybody, I was thinking about something that was kind of was posed on a on a video I was watching earlier last week, and the person was talking about that he felt that crack cocaine was more detrimental to the black community than slavery was, and he um, he was it was a comedian, so he was kind of kind of joking, kind of being serious, and he was talking about how um, how dangerous it had been to communities and how you know the the invention of baking soda is what what brought it all down you know and he's making a joke but i thought about it and i thought that many people probably would believe like uh like he said that it was the most it was more more detrimental to the black community specifically than all of slavery had been and I thought about it for a second. And of course, I thought about all the stuff that I knew about each subject. Crack cocaine versus powder cocaine versus uh, slave trade in general. And of course, I, I, I came up with the conclusion that, of course, slavery was far worse than uh, crack cocaine. Um, however, I did, I did concede to the fact that in terms of speed, crack cocaine was very much more aggressive than um, I believe slavery was. Because, for example, if you take the effects on a family, if you say if you if you take the the worst case scenario, which is we'll say mother and father are on crack cocaine, we'll say that uh, one or more children is old enough to be selling cocaine crack cocaine uh that that'll have a more immediate impact on that household and cause irreparable damage for both the uh the mother and father being on it if they don't happen to get off or the child who is a a product of parents who are on crack cocaine and the the damage of uh, having to fend for oneself the damage of being basically um abandon even if you have you know interactions with your parents you're virtually abandoned because of their inability to parent you so in that regard it is immediately more um more dangerous because it is so quick it's so so present and i thought uh comparatively if you take the uh, the situation of slavery, and we're talking about uh, slavery. Uh, I'll say more about uh, U.S. slavery. We'll say we'll focus more on that U.S. slavery, um, because of course the trans transatlantic slave trade stopped um, far earlier than the actual practice of slavery in in the United States. 
and uh, just having having done research very recently, very very recently, uh, the last year or so, about the 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 insidiousness of what slavery was and how it wasn't just the the bondage, which was, I guess you could say, akin to the bondage of addiction, but it's it's different because the bondage of addiction is at the hands of someone else and the bondage that we're talking about in regard to slavery is at the hands of a man or a woman who is not so different from you and what slavery you were taken away from your culture you were taking away taken away from your history your ancestry was basically abolished your genetic line your 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 traces and your attachments to the land and the people and the animals and the water all of that was obliterated by design it wasn't just a circumstantial thing that happened it was by design to to make the enslaved africans as close as possible to beasts of burden as as as, as possible basically to eradicate the humanity from these people and make them beasts of burden to to do the heavy labor in in the uh the early colonies to be uh, bed warmers to be items of sexual gratification for those who were in uh owner positions to be whatever you desire them to be everything from uh, nanny to cook to worker to animal to you know prostitute whatever male and female whatever whatever you desired that's what people did in many cases that's that's so that's talking about the psychological to some degree believing that you'll never be free the psychological damage inflicted by slavery you're talking about the physical damage inflicted by the physical bondage that you were under you're talking about the um, the genealogical or the um, the heredity damage that was done because you have no attachment to who you are and therefore you have little idea of what you you could possibly be and as a result you have several generations of people who can't teach their kids to strive for more or to be better instead you have generations of parents who through all love through it it was done through love and it was done through the very best of intentions that you have to teach your children how to survive because survival is essentially all you can you can count on you can't really focus on going to school or building wealth in some cases you you could if you were able to you could hire yourself out or you could buy your freedom if that was allowed to you, but I don't think that was the majority of the cases. In many cases, you were you were just subject to whatever whim uh, was inflicted upon you by those who owned you. So, as parents, many lessons were taught to children on how to how to survive, and in many cases, it was taught that um, parents, mostly women, would be um, extra aggressive with their children extra aggressive in terms of beating them for minor infractions because 
in their belief, beating them for minor infractions would keep them from being killed by those who did not love them, by those who did have power over them, essentially to to inflict violence upon them with impunity. Um, so in that regard, it's vastly different. It's light years, light years, light years different from crack cocaine and even the economic attack on African-Americans. There was a story about a man who had been, uh, well, I'm prefacing by saying that in, in, in the research, after the transatlantic slave trade had died down, for the most part, uh, a majority of slave trades were happening from neighbor to neighbor, between neighbor and neighbor. So a farm down the road would purchase slaves from the guy down the road and he or she could then take out a mortgage on that slave for the for the labor estimated to be produced at the bank, making the bank complicit in the slave trade. They could take out a mortgage on that person or people's and use that money to buy them from the neighbor down the road and then pay back at whatever set interest rate. Um, and then should they choose to, they can choose to mortgage that same individual, you know, for, for another plot of land. They want to mortgage them to get a plot of land. They want to, they want to expand their, their operation. There was a story about a man who said who it was a man they studied on paper and he was mortgaged, I believe, a total of eight times. And in addition to being mortgaged, so that means that he he had a cash value. Um, he was essentially a commodity. He had a cash value in addition to his labor value. So they got cash for him in by way of the mortgage. And then he produced more income by the labor that he he would uh, he would do. So the labor in the field generated income, the mortgage generated income, and they said that even up to a point he he had a assessed value for his life. Even in the case there was a story of a man who had um, purchased a slave from his neighbor and subsequently through an accident that slave was killed and the man sued his neighbor after, you know, unsuccessfully uh, being compensated for said slave on on route because he was killed on route to his new master. So there was paperwork, there was paper trails um, by way of litigation and by way of um, insurance records that indicated that that man had a a tangible value associated with himself, not a value human from a humanity's sake or uh, in intangible or in <laughs> un immutable or irrefutable rather value that you would have he has value just a just of a number on paper what what as a commodity would be no different than corn wheat or any other animal so of course i have to say that light years and light years and light years ahead i think that um slavery is much more detrimental Overall, because again, it was a longer time period that we were in the height of uh, those atrocities than the height of uh, the crack era. Because you figure maybe late 70s all the way to maybe early 90s. That's maybe 20 years or so. So that was just my thought. I was thinking about that today and it was uh, 
just an interesting thought to just kind of ponder because I think that people should do that more often when people make statements like that, whether they're kidding or not. You should look at the data. You should you should do some research and analyze it for yourself and find out, well, which was worse. They both were equally bad, and what do we do from there? So those are my thoughts for today. Of course, it's an incomplete conversation, and I'd love to have it. Maybe I'll have a program one day where I'll have a more thorough conversation. But that's my thoughts for today, everybody. All right. Facebook has invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. Over the last few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts. Learn more about their ongoing work at about.fb.com safety.